ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with your hosts, Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy, two friends, both devoted wives and moms who have a passion for Jesus and huge hearts for the broken. Amy Elaine is an inspirational speaker, author, and Bible teacher. Latan is an award-winning author, sought-after speaker, and Bible teacher, too. Get ready for some real talk about real life and answers to how you can be courageous and live in victory. Now, here's your hosts, Amy Elaine and Latan. Hey, friends. Welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez. And I'm your other host, Latan Roland Murphy. We are so glad that you joined us for today's show. Last week, we talked to Sue Schleschman about her book, Soul Speak, and the importance of connecting with God on a deeper level through prayer, because prayer is designed to change us, not just our situations. You can check out all of our previous episodes on our YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify channels. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. And sweet friends, we'd like to ask you to prayerfully consider Real Victory Radio and Amy Elaine Ministries as part of your year-end giving. We are listener-supported. We're a radio outreach program ministry, and we can't do this without your support. You can find out more about that at realvictoryradio.org and join the victory movement with us over there. Thanks so much in advance. Have you ever felt like the burden of everyone's Christmas experience was all on you, like you're all alone in the kitchen, or you're frustrated about the amount of pressure upon you to make sure that all of the holiday get-togethers turn out perfect for everyone else, so much so that you lose all your joy? I have been there, and Latan has too, and on today's show, we're going to talk about maintaining a servant heart in the midst of all the to-do list and all the preparations. Today's show theme is duty or delight. How do you want to start today, Latan? Well, you know that I love this um, topic we're going to have today because you and I know that the holidays are upon us. And with that, there is so much responsibility. There is so much obligation attached to the holidays. There are so many task lists. um, There's just so much action that has to go into place in order for us to perform and get things ready for our loved ones and our family members and our guests. Um, Many of us who are actually going to host or be hostesses this season, understand the gravity of keeping the right attitude and not allowing the holidays to turn into just a duty instead of a delight. So today I wanted to share from Luke 10, 38 through 42, where Jesus is at the home of Mary and Martha. And I love that verse 38 says, Martha opened her home to Jesus. And Mary sat at Jesus's feet listening. And we see in the word that Martha was just distracted by her household duties. She was distracted by all the preparation that she had responsibility for. And the Bible even says uh, the preparations that had to be made. So, you know, in some versions, it says that. And so we can learn from Mary in the fact that she delighted in the Lord and wanted to sit at his feet and hear every word that Jesus was saying, but it doesn't mean that Martha didn't want to hear and want to sit and want to be at Jesus' feet, too. 
Um, but she did become a little bit distracted in the middle of all the task and all of her doing. And she went to Jesus and she said, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. And I get so tickled, Amy, every time I, I read that scripture verse, because I can so relate to Martha's heart, because much of the holiday preparation falls on me as the the woman of my household and who is the hostess for my extended family, my husband's family. And although I love it, and that is part of my love language, it can become a duty if I allow the enemy to distract me from the fact that Christmas is really about Jesus. It's really about the Savior who came to redeem the world. And this is not just a show about Christmas. It's about any time throughout 365 days of the year that we allow doing good to become a burden, to become a situation where we find ourselves complaining, distracted, overwhelmed. And Jesus' response to Martha was so gentle. He calls her name out twice. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you're worried and upset about many things, and only one thing is needed. And Amy, I've just never read this in this way um, until this week as we're preparing for the show, that I believe Jesus wanted to remind Martha, he wanted her full attention, he calls her name twice, and he wanted to remind her not to worry in the middle of her serving, and not to be upset in the middle of her serving. And then he says, many things, you're worrying and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. And that one thing was his presence in her house. Oh, my goodness. And he says that Mary had chosen the better thing. And the better thing from my heart today, I want to I share with the listeners, is that the better thing is to focus on Jesus, to to be mindful that we have the privilege of having Jesus in the house in the middle of every holiday, every occasion, every moment when we have a responsibility and a, a moral obligation to serve others and to to um, love them and to prepare the meal and to clean the house and all of the duties that can rob our delight in the Lord. We want to just allow this story to remind us to not become distracted and instead of focusing on the duties, that will block our ability from being able to sit with Jesus and have our devotion time and hear him and learn from him, that we delight in the fact that the Lord's presence is in our home. And so I just wanted to share that today and encourage all of us, starting with me, that we not grow weary. Galatians 6, 9 reminds us not to grow weary in doing good. And Mary's strong sense of desire to delight in the Lord paired with Martha's strong sense of duty. We have so much to learn today, don't we? We sure do. I, this reminds me so much of my friend Katie Reed's book, Made Like Martha. It's an invitation for overachievers to discover what it means to rest as God's daughters without compromising their God-given design as doers. Because sometimes we want to be a Mary. We want to sit at his feet, but there's stuff that I love how you pointed out. There's stuff that had, there were preparations that had to be made. 
when we have a list of things to do, I mean, they do, they have to get done and we don't want to feel guilty about that. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we also have that time to focus on the Lord. So I love what you're saying. Philippians 2, 14. Also, you said Galatians 6, 9, do not be grow weary in doing good. And Philippians 2, 14 says, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Oh my, that gets me. Um, because I can tell you that I have been a grumbler and I have been a person in times past where whether it was internal grumbling that robbed my joy in the moment of the opportunity of serving and delighting myself in the fact that this is what I love to do. Um, and even if it's not our number one love language, to delight ourselves in serving is such a beautiful thing. Um, and I just, I just want to confess to you guys that I've done all the wrong things at times, and I robbed my own heart from the bigger blessings of the end results. And that is really that Jesus is in our homes, that his presence lives and dwells within us. We are his temple, but also if we believe that he is the Savior, our homes are dedicated to him. His presence is there, and he is the only thing that is needed, as he reminded um, sweet Martha, that that was what was needed to give her strength to do all the tasks that had to be done, all the duties that did have to be fulfilled, because somebody has to do the food. Not everybody can sit around all day. Somebody has to prepare the meal. Um, someone has to clean the dishes. Someone has to buy the Christmas gifts if there are any to be given. But there's so many duties and responsibilities that we place on ourselves sometimes that we kind of do it to our own selves. And when I say that, we rob the joy and the delight and put the pressure on our own selves. Then we could sit down with Jesus and take some time and say, Father, what of these things are really important? And help me to pace myself as I prepare and as I fulfill the duties of the holidays and beyond within the walls of my home and help me to delight in serving you, to delight in serving others that I love. Help me just to be able to have the right heart and the right spirit and to make sure that you are my first priority. And that is what we learned from Mary. He was her first priority. We do. And I love how in, I looked up the definition of delight and it says that there's, it denotes a sense of contentment, almost relishing in that, in whatever it is that you're delighting in. And when we can look at our serving others in light of doing it, like first Corinthians 10 31 says, whatever you do, do it for the glory of God or Colossians 323 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord and not man. If we really think about it as we are serving the Lord, we're serving him in those moments. I think it, he has this uncanny ability to come in and revive that contentment and remind us that, hey, we do love cooking. Like we loved looking up the recipes and planning the menu and getting in the kitchen. And we love the feel at, when we sit down to the table 
and everyone's sitting around and they're enjoying the fruits of our labor if we are the ones who've been in the kitchen. And so I think that if we can go to God in the midst of, instead of doing that internal grumbling, like you were talking about, one of the definitions of, um, one of the, not definitions, but one of the uh, different versions of the Bible of that verse that says, don't grumble or complain, says something about murmuring, which is like complaining underneath your breath. And I'm so guilty of that too. But I think that in the midst of our grumbling, if we can turn that around and just ask God to meet us in the middle of the messy kitchen, I'm always talking about meeting us in the middle of our mess, but in the middle of our messy kitchen, he can remind us that really we do love this and that we get to see Later on, the smiles on the faces, the full tummies, and just the family around the table. And I think that when we put our hearts into what we're doing, that God's going to reward that. I do, too. I do, too. And and for those of uh, the listeners who are really not into cooking at all, order your meal and have it catered in or Invite people and ask each one of them to bring a dish and make it easier on yourself if that's what makes your holiday season a delight. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Don't just sit down with Jesus, as Mary did, and ask him, how can I take delight in this holiday? How can I take delight in the new year that's coming up, in all of the duties that are on me as a woman or a man, how can I delight in serving others? And, and you know, the word serve is mentioned 209 times in the King James Version. Wow. <laughs> and the word service is mentioned 132 times in the King James Version. And the word servant is mentioned 489 times in the King James Version. So I would say to the listener, and I'm saying it to myself, I have I have all the fingers pointing back at me. That it's a big deal from God's heart to ours that we serve others well and that we serve them not with just a sense of duty and grumbling and complaining or, or as the word, as Jesus reminded um, Martha, where he said, you are anxious. One version, which is the English Standard Version, says you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary Mary has chosen the good portion. Now, the good portion was the presence of Jesus in the house, which will not be taken away from her. And so when Jesus is in our house, tangibly, we imagine him there, then everything changes. The atmosphere changes, and why we do what we do changes, and how we go about serving how we go about fulfilling the duties that we have transitions then not from this anxiety or a troubled spirit or a complaining spirit, as you said so well, that we've all done, but to a delight in the fact that we can serve others and that it is something that God highly esteems. He does. He really loves our hearts when we are serving others. And I think that one thing that I discovered when I was just studying for this week was that we want to serve like Jesus. We want to be like him. And two verses stuck out to me. Psalm 37, 4 says, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And Psalm 149, 4 in the NIV says, for the Lord takes delight in his people and he crowns the humble with victory. And I think that there is a big key 
between being humble and walking in delight. Do you see a a connection there? I absolutely do, because I think we also have to be humble in the way of allowing Jesus to speak into us as as Martha had that opportunity for the Savior who was in her home because she opened her home to him. Then Jesus will speak to us as he did to Martha, and he will help us if we'll humble ourselves. He'll help us with all of these frustrations and and all of the scenarios that we face with uh, some for some people it's in-laws and outlaws and it's people in the family that they really struggle to like but they love them uh, for some people it's like you know these are my tribe but I know that things are going to be a little stressful around the table this year because this has happened or that has happened and there's been no resolve and so by walking humbly then that's a really beautiful place to to start with this whole servant servant mindset that we are servants of a higher king who is the king of kings and lord of lords he resides in us he owns our property he owns our home he owns all the things that we have privilege to and that humility will transition us to this delight that we need to embrace and You know, I'm thinking about times that I personally robbed my own heart, like I said earlier, of the sweetest of moments because, and sometimes, you know, if we're honest, it's kind of like a sense of power to to name our list of things that we have to do. And then I've heard people say this, and I've even said it, you guys, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I have said, well, if I don't do it, who's going to? And that is really a place of pride, at least from my heart. It was because if if the Lord removed me today and took me to heaven, Christmas would go on and every other holiday would go on and someone would pick up the duties that were necessary. And, you know, life goes on with or without us. But the fact is that we are privileged to be included in this life. And for every listener that's living and breathing right now, We've been given tasks and duties and responsibilities that are attached to our personal lives, that are attached to people that are in our lives, people that we're to try to love well and serve well, and not just do it with a grieving heart or, a, a you know, like we have grievances and we're just going to slam the plate down in front of somebody and say, you know what, I had to do all the work, and here you go, you know, that we really sit at the feet of Jesus throughout the process of our planning and it doesn't have to be a Pinterest moment, Amy. I feel like sometimes that's where we get stumbled up is that we can't use the paper plates or our pictures won't look pretty, you know? I think that's so true. The Pinterest is such a, um, it's, it's really puts a lot of pressure on us. And I know that we want to pray for the listeners in just a moment for their holidays and for, you know, their time in, of preparation. But I also want to make sure that we talk to the listeners about next week's show about birthing courage. And I wanted you to just give us a little bit of a snippet on that because I want to make sure that people don't miss that show because it's going to be so good. It's our Christmas show. Can you tell us a little before, bit about the birthing courage? transition, I want to say I love Pinterest. I'm a Pinterest girl. Let me just follow up with that piece uh, to, to wrap this up. 
And I love Pinterest, but I also just want to encourage every listener to ask the Lord, how can I do this holiday season and this next year in a way that takes the pressure off and becomes a delight in my everyday life? Um, and now, you know, to birth courage, this is part of the book, Courageous Women of the Bible, that I wrote. And I loved writing it because one of the women that the Lord dropped into my heart that I was to write about was Mary, Jesus' mother. And um, how, what a great way for us to end this show when we're talking about beauty and delight. A woman who said, let it be to me as you've spoken, when the angel Gabriel told her that she was going to carry the Savior of the world inside of her. She became a servant at that point, a servant to her master. And I don't want to give too much away, um, but I can't wait for the listeners to join us and hear the rest of the conversation about how we can birth courage, too. It was such a good show. I just wanted to make sure that people don't miss that show. And I want to take a little bit of extra time and pray for the listeners today. We may, we'll may we continue the conversation a little bit later in the show, but um, I want to stop and pray for the listeners and just cover them in this time of preparation and just really to keep the delight. Can you start our prayer time, Latian? Oh, I'd love to because I need prayer. <laughs> and so, so Father, I'm I'm just your daughter here um, in my office. I'm literally looking at bins of Christmas decorations that are stacked almost to the ceiling, and I'm feeling the weight and pressure of the duties and responsibility that are in front of me. And I'm not felt great physically this week. And maybe some of the listeners that are hearing this prayer are dealing with the same thing. And I look at my list of duties and responsibilities, some of which I've placed on myself that I probably could mark out. And, Lord, I'm just hoping that you'll just, by your spirit, as I come to you and I settle myself at your feet, I pray for, I know that you will help us. I know that you will help us to scratch off the things that really don't matter and to pin in the things that do matter so that our hearts can fully delight in serving others and serving you because you love it when we do it with the right heart. And I say thank you today for this conversation that's helped me personally to set my mind and heart straight again in a time that is so important where there's just so many demands and so much responsibility. And Father, I just ask you to help all the Marys and Marthas out there that we can stop with the anxiety, stop with the troubled hearts and the grumbling spirits and the complaining spirit, and that we can settle our hearts and minds and not be distracted by all the fuss and the noise, that we can really, really settle our hearts and our minds in your presence and enjoy and delight in all the blessings that you've given to us. In your holy name I pray. Amen. We do just really want to remind you listeners to chuck the duty and step into the delight because that is what God wants for us at this time of year to remember to take a few moments and remember just what 
a gift that Jesus is. And we are so looking forward to having you with us next week as we talk about birthing courage and Latan's book, Courageous Women of the Bible, and just really talking about marriage and how we can step into big things that God calls us to do. We've so enjoyed our conversation today, and I thank you for being with us. We want you to know that you can reach us at Go courageously at realvictoryradio.org with any comments. We'd love to hear how our show is impacting your life and how we can help you to go courageously and live victoriously. Latan, do you have a wrap up? We have about 30 seconds, I think. I'm I'm just excited um, for the listeners to be reminded to celebrate uh, the, the seasons of their lives in the way that God designed their personalities to celebrate it and to not put pressure on themselves, to embrace the Pinterest moments and the Pinterest opportunities of creating a beautiful holiday. If that is your love language and your gift, and it is mine, I love that. But if it puts stress and pressure, let it go, light a candle, get the paper plates, buy the food at Whole Foods or even get a whole turkey meal at Cracker Barrel or or Food Lion or wherever your local grocery is, and just do it your way as Jesus puts in your heart the ease to to do it with a delight, um, all the duties. That's right. We're going to do it with delight and delight in the Lord. We thank you so much for being with us on Real Victory Radio this week. So go courageously, live victoriously, and Do it with delight this week. Thanks again for listening to Real Victory Radio. We hope you were encouraged by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez and Latan Roland Murphy. Go to amyelaine.com to find out more about Amy's ministry, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. And go to latanmurphy.com to learn more about her award-winning book, Courageous Women of the Bible. Real Victory Radio is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. We depend on your prayers and donations. Check out the Victory Movement for ways you can partner with us to reach listeners with the power to go courageously and live in victory. Please join us again Saturdays at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio.